This is Tuesday, July 27th. Leaders don't always get it right. I know this personally. Recently, I was reminded of a time when a decision I made was wrong. Time and distance from that moment has made it abundantly clear. Sometimes we just cannot see the moment and situation clearly enough. We can't see it for what it is. Sometimes our emotions get the best of us. Sometimes we have conflicting values or desires that make decisions complex and fraught with difficulty. Of course, I'd love to backtrack and correct the decision. Our study has reminded us that we're always learning, always growing, and that much of our growth comes through failure. Moses had this experience as well. As strong a leader as he is, sometimes his emotions get the best of him. And today we read about just such a situation. Numbers chapter 16, verse 12 to 15. Moses sent to call Dathan and Abiram, the sons of Eliab, and they said, We will not come up. It is a small thing that you have brought us up out of a land filling, flowing with milk and honey to kill us in the wilderness that you must also make yourself a prince over us. Moreover, you have not brought us into a land flowing with milk and honey, nor given us inheritance of fields and vineyards. Will you put out the eyes of these men? Will, you not, will we not come up? And Moses was very angry and said to, to the Lord, Do not respect their offering. I have not taken one donkey from them, and I have not harmed one of them. Now here's where we are in the wilderness. Korah and 250 men have begun a rebellion against Moses and Aaron. Two other men were also not happy with Moses and his leadership, Dathan and Abiram. Though they do not join the other rebels, they are grumbling and dissatisfied. Moses does the right thing by calling them to meet with him. There are five levels of conflict. In the first level, where most conflicts begin, there's a problem that can most often be solved. The parties can come together to find common ground and hopefully a resolution. In the second level, a problem becomes even more deep, a deeper disagreement. People become more protective in their conversations rather than working together through collaboration. In level three, a contest begins. Gone is the time when parties are willing to work together. Each wants to win. And now conversations can turn into personal attacks. At level four, it seems like a crusade is underway, and protecting oneself and one's position is far more important than bringing parties together to find a resolution. And level five, that's the highest level, is world war. The talking is stopped and all that is left is the desire to win and to destroy. Now wise leaders will try to de-escalate a conflict, bringing it down to the place where the parties can speak with each other in a productive way. Then hopefully the parties can find common ground. But notice that Dathan and Abiram, what they do, they refuse to meet with Moses. And here is where Moses makes his mistake. Moses asks the Lord to reject them and their offering when they bring it. Now it seems that nothing more 
more than anger would drive Moses to make this request of the Lord. He should desire anyone to make peace with God, anyone to seek God's face. As a leader, this is one thing I fear more than anything else. I would hate to bring dishonor to the Lord or distract anyone from coming to him. When Jesus was ending his earthly ministry, he gave his most harsh sermon. It's sometimes called the seven woes because Jesus pronounced seven woes on the religious leaders of the Jewish people. His greatest charge against them was that they were making it difficult for people to come to the Lord. People were coming in need of the Lord, and their actions were causing, the, the actions of the religious leaders were causing them to be turned away. In human terms, this is what has caused, has caused the leaders to strike out against Jesus and to demand that he be put to death. They didn't like what he said in that sermon. You see, the very nature of Jesus' ministry was connecting people with the Father. Indeed, he made himself our sacrifice to bring peace to the conflict between humanity and God. Jesus stepped into our conflict, the real world war, to bring peace and life. We are told that he himself is our source of peace. Yes, it is his love, his peace, that has brought us fellowship with God and the ability to pursue peace with each other. Now, all of us encounter conflict. It can hardly be avoided. But we can learn how to pursue peace and relationship. And that doesn't mean we can always guarantee it. We cannot control how others will respond. But only learn to apply what we have learned from the Prince of Peace. Of course, we want to encourage people to seek the Lord. For He opens the way to peace through the love and truth of the gospel, a way that we could never find ourselves. Let's pray. Lord God, you know how quickly our hearts rush to judgment. We may not relish conflict, but we often find ourselves in the middle of it. Sometimes we run, sometimes we fight. Teach us your way of peace, how to listen to those that disagree with us, how to have conversations we may rather avoid. Thank you for your kindness toward us and your patience with us. For we pray in your name. Amen.